0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, February 4th. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis is roughly a month away from choosing the top two candidates that will square off for mayor in April. Some voters are upset the state does not include fear of getting COVID as an excuse to obtain an absentee ballot. There doesn't need to be a reason. If you want to vote absentee, you vote absentee. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on whether Missouri lawmakers may end up expanding the ability to get an absentee ballot without an excuse. There is more uncertainty surrounding the supply of coronavirus vaccine. The St. Louis County Health Department has not received a new shipment for two weeks and officials are not sure when the next batch will arrive. Missouri has sent about 54,000 doses and a local hospital supplied enough allowing the county to open its first mass vaccination site yesterday in Ferguson. The limited supply from the state is also drawing the attention of St. Louis Mayor Lida Cruson. She said yesterday, quote, Right now, we don't have any doses but added the state has guaranteed her there will be enough vaccine to provide a second dose to people who have already received their first shot from the city. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker is touting the Biden administration's decision to boost the number of vaccine shipments. As of this week, the federal government is sending the states more than 20 percent more doses each week. That's a terrific development and a good start toward the promise of a vaccination for every American who wants one. Pritzker says so far, fewer than two million doses have been allocated to Illinois. That's enough for one million residents or about a quarter of the 4.1 million people who now qualify at this point of the vaccine rollout. Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth wants metal emissions monitoring at the Veolia Environmental Services Incinerator in Sauget. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the Democratic senator sent a letter to the Environmental Protection Agency last week. Duckworth made her request after the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry said it couldn't conduct a health consultation in communities near the Veolia plant. The reason? There's no recent air sampling data for metals, and that meant they couldn't determine the concentrations people may be breathing or the associated health risks. Mamie Cozy lives in East St. Louis and says she's dealt with the acrid smells from Veolia's incinerator for nearly a decade.
1: I think that our government should take a hard look at what we are doing to low-income families and People
0: of color. Cozy says she's encouraged by Duckworth's letter, but wishes others would also take steps to ensure environmental justice. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Officials at Veolia did not respond to a request for comment. Bayer has announced a $2 billion deal to resolve future legal claims that its popular weed killer Roundup causes cancer. The money will be used over a four year period to compensate people who have been exposed to the glyphosate based herbicide and later developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. People filing claims in that time period could receive up to $200,000 each. The historic Old Courthouse in downtown St. Louis will soon see its second round of renovations ever. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, additions will include expanded exhibits about the lives of African Americans in St. Louis. The Old Courthouse is where Dredd and Harriet Scott sued for their freedom. There's a statue of them out front and their story will soon be told in greater detail. Lynn Jackson is their great-great-granddaughter and founder of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation. Right now, the building is telling the story of Dred Scott. It's doing better than it had many years ago when I was younger, but it's not anywhere near where it's going to be. Another exhibit will focus on African-American history in St. Louis. The building will also receive its first elevator and a new climate control system. The renovations are part of the $380 million City Arch River Project, which also included the Gateway Arch's new visitor center. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis voters will decide in about a month on the two candidates who will face each other for mayor in April. The process for voting absentee will be much different than in 2020, especially since The ability to vote early without an excuse disappeared with the new year. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum talks with election officials and legislators about whether the absentee ballot system could see permanent changes
1: for future elections. Josh Savage is a St. Louis resident who already voted absentee for the city's upcoming election. Since Savage is disabled, he's been able to vote absentee for years because state law provides a specific excuse for him. But Savage says the entire absentee ballot system is silly and cumbersome and that people would be better off if they could cast a ballot before Election Day without an excuse.
0: But I think mean, the better way to do it is just open up absentee ballot everybody, without regards. You know, there doesn't need to be a reason. If you want to vote absentee, you vote
1: absentee. What Savage just described is what a lot of local election officials have wanted for years. And in some respects, they got their way in 2020 when Missouri added a new excuse for people who either had or were susceptible to COVID-19. They also created a mail-in ballot option that could be requested for any reason, but had to be sent back through the mail and had to be notarized. The results were somewhat mixed. Absentee voting surged overall because of COVID-19 concerns. But the mail-in ballot option was widely panned for being confusing and requiring a notary. And those changes were only temporary, as the bill that passed through the Missouri legislature only had the expanded absentee system in place until December 2020. That means people like Gary Stoff of the St. Louis Board of Elections have had to field some phone calls from residents who want to vote before the city's March election.
0: And what we tell folks is those options are no longer available. And if you meet one of the other reasons to vote an absentee ballot, you can still vote an absentee ballot.
1: Those reasons include being out of town on Election Day, or being ill, or incapacitated. But the biggest issue many have with the system is that people can lie about the excuse that they give, and there's no way for election officials like staff to check.
0: We frankly have no way of knowing if someone checks a particular box and says whatever they say. We have no way of knowing if that's true or not. We have to accept that at face value.
1: Critics of the excuse-based system not only feel that it's toothless, but it may scare away people from voting early who may fear they'll be criminally punished if they give a reason that isn't true. That's part of the reason why some lawmakers believe 2021 is the time to institute a permanent no-excuse system. State Representative Peggy McGaw is a Republican from Carroll County. She's a former county elections official and is working on legislation that would allow anybody to vote in person, absentee for any reason, three weeks before an election.
0: With this bill, if you come to the county clerk's office with your photo ID, you don't have to worry about an owner. You don't have to worry about a thing. You just come and get your ballot. So we need to cut down on confusion.
1: But there's no way that anything like McGaw's bill will pass in time for March or April elections like the one in St. Louis. And while there's bipartisan support for expanding no-excuse absentee voting, Democrats like State Representative Rasheen Aldridge of St. Louis are less enthused about requiring a government-issued photo ID to participate. It's it's nothing that we need to be trying to put, I think, our energy into right now um, with disenfranchising people to vote. But I do like her idea of, you know, opening up that absentee window. McGaw says that people would be able to obtain a photo ID that's not a driver's license in order to vote absentee. But whether anything passes at all is an open question, since past efforts to chip away at the absentee ballot excuse system have faltered. St. Louis resident Brooks Powell says he has no faith in the state's elected officials to act. I don't feel like there are really trying to do what's in the best interests of the people that live here. Powell voted absentee last year, but he says he won't vote in March or April's elections because the risk of getting COVID-19 by voting in person is still too high. It's an open question whether other Missourians may make that same decision as long as the pandemic is still top of mind. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich
0: edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.